Hey everybody, welcome back to MCU TV. This is episode number 19. We're recording this on June 10th, 2021. Just a reminder, MCU TV is part of the Random Cheddar Network. Please do head over to randomcheddar.com to find out more information on our shows, our merchandise, and membership through Patreon. I'm your host, Tim. Joining me tonight, two hosts who are burdened with glorious purpose, Sheba and John. How are you guys tonight? Glorious. I was actually going to say, I'm burdened with glorious purpose. You stole my line, and now I'm, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that is the, that's, that's the burden of people with glorious purpose, John. <laughs> they have to be glorious all the time. Yeah, yeah. Purposefully glorious. So welcome back, everyone. We are uh, back from our bit of a hiatus uh, with uh, season one, episode one of Loki titled Glorious Purpose. And uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, let's talk some initial reactions on this one first. Uh, John, what, what did you think about this? So I didn't catch it in the morning like I did the other shows because... Friday mornings are relatively easy to catch a show. Wednesday mornings, not. Uh, so saw some hype online that it was the quote-unquote best uh, premiere for an MCU show yet. Um, I certainly liked it. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to see where they're going. I wouldn't say I thought it was the best premiere yet. Okay. That's fair. Sheba. I absolutely loved it. Um, I also really very much like Tom Hiddleston, like his acting and all that stuff. So I absolutely loved it. I, I caught it early in the morning. I was just wasn't expecting anything. I hadn't seen anything. I hadn't gone online. I just got up in the morning, watched it and was very excited. I absolutely, like I said, loved it. Um, and then after a little while, like after I watched the episode, it was about 45 minutes. If you ignore all the credits and, and credits and stuff. Um, at the end of the episode, I was like, wait, that's it. And so then at the end of the day, like around three o'clock after my day was done, I rewatched the episode and said the same thing. Wait, that was it. <laughs> and I was like, I know what's happening. Why am I having the same reaction? But I absolutely, I found it fantastic. And then I went and I have another group and we, we chatted about it. And then I hounded my sister and my brother and we were like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? They still have not watched it. So... I can't discuss it with them, but that's okay. I'm discussing it here, so that'll that I won't bother them as much. That's that's why we're here. That yeah, is the exactly. whole reason why we're here. We're I mean, while we appreciate <laughs> listeners, the whole reason why we're really here is so we can talk about it. To, to like us. Yeah, you know. exactly. Um you know, obviously this was uh just so different from WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um in 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 story in tone in setup in in everything and you know the 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 first episode for wandavision was this very weird thing where we you know felt that we were we had gone back a few decades and we get like this kind of glitchy thing we're not quite sure what's going on we kind of get the sense that to an extent they don't know what's going on either um we go to Falcon Winter Soldier and it was, you know, right from the get go, very, very actiony. Uh, with this one, we only have we have while we do kind of have a co-lead character, the focus here is really on Loki. So we just have one character instead of two. The other shows had had two characters in it and everything that this character is going through is just so completely different. Um from anything we've ever experienced with, with any character before it's uh, it, it, it's a very cerebral type of a thing. Um, there's a lot to think about John and I this morning had a whole stream <laughs> of texts of, of, about like time travel and <laughs> this whole nexus thing and yeah. branches and, 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 and all that stuff. Uh, just you know really like it's hard to keep it straight sometimes 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it really is. It, it can be real mm-hmm. challenging. And I kind yeah. of think that when we're done going through this and, and folks, remember, this is only six episodes. We're still mm-hmm. going to end up with, you know, better than five hours out of it. Um, but it's it, it is still just six episodes. But I think that when we're done with the six episodes, we almost need to I, I think we definitely need to have an episode uh, to talk about. Quote, time travel. Yeah. Timeline (laughs) stuff. This kind of quasi time travel thing that this is and and what impact it brings to the multiverse and 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 all that. Um, And and I I actually for that episode want to bring Lou on because, you know, Lou is this is a huge, huge fan of the the very specific subgenre of sci fi that is time travel. He has seen probably, you know, 95% of anything that has to do with time travel. So, of course, he loved this. He absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, but the funny thing is, I think the more you talk about it, the more confusing it gets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the more you try I, I to think... analyze it and more you try to, like, break it up, and, and especially when somebody's like, I don't understand. You're like, oh, it's perfectly simple. And you explain it. They're like, but why? And then you're like, well, this. And they're like, but why? And then you're like, now I don't know. And am I, what's happening? That's where Tim and I got where I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to chalk it up to, <laughs> you know, time travel and sacred timeline. And that's the new like plot, you know, fixer. Yeah. <laughs> sacred timeline. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, why did that happen? Sacred timeline. And, and I'm like, I, fine. <laughs> and I honestly feel like that's how Loki felt. He was like, wait. Wait, what do you mean, sacred uh, timeline? Like, I don't get like every reaction that Loki had. I was like, yeah, exactly. Wait, what? what why is he tr- explain that again? So there was a lot of like some like a relatability with poor Loki's confusion on what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you have a character who is. He's a god. He's fairly powerful. He is. Well, while we have seen him beaten, you know, time and again, which is something that Agent uh, Mobius certainly <laughs> pointed out, we we are used to the guy being able to get out of things, and mm-hmm. he had zero control over anything in this. He simply wasn't <laughs> able to get out of it, um, and and you you actually did feel bad for him, and and so this is a this whole thing follows the story of what we'll call variant Loki, because this is not the Loki that we know from our timeline who ultimately died at the hand of Thanos. This is a Loki where we disagree. It's the same one. No, this is not. This is a different Loki. Yes. Our our timeline Loki died during Endgame, and this was the one that they go back. But he, he can't have died. If he disappeared at the no, end but, of Avengers. But you're thinking about like the, what's it called? The Back to the Future. Remember because Scott talked, they talked about this in Endgame where they were like, wait, all these, all these movies are wrong. And, and that- I will, Chiba, <laughs> I will throw to you the same thing I threw to Tim. Then, okay. Then if the Infinity Stones were destroyed in the Sacred Timeline, why did they have to return those and not return Loki? Because if they don't have the Infinity Stones in the time, like in the, the timelines, it breaks up because the, the uh-huh. ancient one Same talked about Loki. this too. Same with Loki. But the, but the ancient one talked about it that if you're not in those timelines, then it, they, it just uh-huh. breaks everything uh-huh. up. Same with Loki. But Loki already did his thing. Loki Loki already. <laughs> and then, and then, what the 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 variant the TVA secret was saying timeline, is that they timeline, they returned they returned return, they return what like they they cut off the they reset that timeline and then the variant gets destroyed. So technically, Loki should have been destroyed, and then it would have gone back. They would have reset everything, and it would have gone back to normal, something like that. But you're right, sacred timeline. All right, sacred timeline. So, so the, like that's like- the challenge here is that if we don't accept what we have been given, we can never talk about this show. That, that, that's, like- that's, the, that's the thing. John is literally going to be walking back and forth in fetal position, just going sacred timeline, sacred timeline, uh-huh. sacred timeline. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so move on. So, so, so the Loki that we have, what we'll call variant Loki, this is the Loki from 2012. 
this is the Loki who was arrested after the Battle of New York, uh, the end of the first Avengers film. And then we we then see that kind of continued story of his from Endgame, where he escaped with a Tesseract when the uh, heist of the Tesseract with Tony and Captain America and Ant-Man uh, got botched. And the Tesseract slid in front of him and he looked around and no one see and he just bends down and grabs the Tesseract and poof, he disappears. Um, so that happens to him. We, we get this introduction to the TVA and I thought they did it really brilliantly because mm-hmm. we were basically seeing this. We were experiencing it as Loki was. Mm-hmm. And so the explanation that he got that he required, which we also required, was the same thing that we got. So these little bits of information kind of as he's being escorted and, and dropping through trap doors <laughs> and that kind of stuff as he's making <laughs> his way through. Um, and then the whole uh, 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 thing from the animated thing from from Miss Minute. Uh, kind of explaining the whole history of the TVA and the the the, the timekeepers and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we get introduced to several characters, including Agent Mobius, and and so we knew Agent Mobius was was coming up in this thing. Um, wh- what are your thoughts on Agent Mobius? He he seems to be doing a thing that not everyone agrees with. I I thought I I liked it. I mean. Maybe I, I, I do like Owen Wilson for the most part of the stuff that I've seen him in. I've enjoyed his movies. Um, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I, I enjoyed this little like this, especially that interaction that he has with Loki where Loki's like, wow, is this magic? I thought there was no magic here. And he's like, oh, no, this is real. And how Loki's like, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. You can start in my office. Like, I, I just <laughs> I love that little like random like banter and how he knows that Loki's really powerful, but he's just like. He doesn't really, he, he's he's agreeing with him. He doesn't patronize him too much. He listens to him, but he's also kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know you're powerful, but that doesn't work over here kind of thing. So I, I appreciated that. Um, and I just, I, I liked his energy with Loki's. So my problem is there are some actors where they play a character and you're like, oh, th- I would say most of the MCU. Oh, that's Tom Hiddleston playing Loki. That's Chris Helmsworth playing Thor. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson is one of those actors where you're like, oh, that's Owen Wilson. And he has a name in this show, but that's Owen Wilson. <laughs> He's always <laughs> Owen Wilson. Yeah. He's always <laughs> Owen Wilson. Um, and so that was like, and again, he made me laugh and, and Shiva, I'm with you. I like Owen Wilson, but he's always <laughs> Owen Wilson and he's got a different name and whatever he's in. It, it's um, kind of like Ryan Reynolds. It doesn't matter what part he's yeah, in. He's always Ryan Reynolds slash Deadpool. Yeah. Everything. That is very true. Uh, to a degree. Yeah. So like um, Hitman's bodyguard. He's still Deadpool. Yeah. You know. I still enjoyed it. But yeah, you're right. So with, you know, with this, I like, I agree. I feel like he's that, lack of a better term, rogue agent that is got his own kind of mission that they've assigned. And, you know, but you're right, Tim. I don't think everyone kind of agrees with it, but everyone knows who he is. Yeah, I know there's. I mean, we do kind of get some illusion that there is a there's agents and then there are these like squads mm-hmm. uh that 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 go out uh the 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 Minutemen. Yeah. And they each have like their own job. Like the Minutemen are kind of law enforcement, the agents do like investigation and such. Um I hear Minutemen do their job quickly. Yes, yes. Within a minute, well, we don't really minute. we don't really get any indication of of other agents, but mm-hmm. we can assume that there are, um, and we're not really given a hierarchy either. Uh, I mean, we also have the judicial side, mm-hmm. um, and again, you know, they they do their thing. 
but um, you know, we're really only kind of getting getting a, a, a snapshot of this, um, and, and it's almost like a like a lot of what we saw that they set up here is is you know kind of like an episode of Law and Order. Um, if it's like if you took Law and Order and 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 Doctor Who and mash them together like this is what you would get yeah. um so there there is there are some very different dynamics for the tva um john can you what what are your impressions of of what the tva certainly can maybe can't do what's their relative position in the universe i mean what what kind of impression did you get from this episode Honestly, confusion. <laughs> like, um, and, you know, and, and because some of it, and it goes back to rocking in a corner, <laughs> sacred timeline, um, because you have like, obviously get it. They're trying to defeat variants um, mm-hmm. and, and not create branches from the sacred timeline which that you then had flashing on the screen multiverse mm-hmm. but also we know the multiverse is coming so that was confusing but then you also have these and, and jumping in uh, ahead and you know I, I feel the need to say spoiler alerts or spoiler alert um, of another variant Loki who is not been caught creating other branches mm-hmm. and stealing their little reset bombs. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're they're not a hundred percent, right? Um, which I can accept because Tim professionally with our jobs, we know that no law enforcement is a hundred percent. So I'm like, no, okay, like you know, there there are some branches, and they're just trying to, you know, if the trigger point for cataclysm is a hundred branches for, you know, easiness sake. They're, they're trying to keep it under 75 knowing they're not going to be a hundred percent, but they got to stay within that, you know, below comfortably below that threshold before everything falls apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I get that that's, you know, their job. I think, very quickly in uh Tim, I texted you. I was like, well, Steve Rogers is a variant because like he went back and hung out with Peggy. And literally, I think your response was sacred timeline. It's going to be sacred timeline and multiverse from here on out. Also, there, there was an Easter egg, apparently of Peggy in the back, somebody looking like Peggy in the background. So maybe they were also caught and brought into the, I don't know. Because apparently that was an Easter. <sighs> I, didn't, I didn't see that. So, um, I mean, and I don't want folks to think I'm, I'm poo-pooing the whole thing. I very much enjoy it. I'm very much looking forward to where they're going. Um, but at the same time, my brain logic is just like <laughs> all, 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 like I can't dismiss all of the MCU up to date based on this. Time travel stuff is is really yeah. tough. I mean, it screws it with really your easy and back with your mind, and 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 I think sometimes because you know, depending on on what it is and who creates it and all that stuff that you're watching, you kind of have to go for the ride because if you try to reason oh, through it do. too much, yeah. your your brain actually breaks. Break. Yeah. Um. And, and I think that's why John is just babbling because his brain is broken. <laughs> He's broken. Yeah. Um. That's John, that's what actually Tim happened from this. Kind of, Tim and I are like, yeah, we've just accepted it. We're like, yeah. all right, take us oh, where you no, want to go. I, I, I so very, our brains are still intact. I'm very good at suspension of disbelief normally, but like on this one, I was like, I I can't suspension I have, disbelief. I have I one friend. I, I have one friend who's just like he refuses to oh, watch. Shiva, like, you have more than one friend. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean one specific friend out of out of all their friends. Um, but he he always every time we talk about any kind of um, time travel stuff, he's like, nope, can't do it. Can't he like just yeah. doesn't watch it yep. because that he just goes crazy over it and then just all of the stuff. 
that goes wrong. He's like, I can't, I can't do it. So he just, he doesn't. So the, the, the TVA seems to kind of like be this bubble in the universe where nothing works that the TVA doesn't want to work mm -hmm. fundamentally. And, and Loki, once he like goes back to the evidence drawer where the Tesseract was and he opens it up and he sees a whole collection of infinity stones. And in many cases, multiple of the same stone. Yep. So it's very clear that for a period of time, the TVA has been finding people who are getting infinity stones. They're very naughty with them and they do something to the timeline. So the TVA grabs that person. They confiscate that infinity stone Mm -hmm. And they end up powerless bobbles in in a drawer, and they're paperweights. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Loki has this uh, this realization. You know, he he asks the question. He, he says, "Is this the greatest power in the universe?" Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because, like, they're not really flexing any muscle. They're just simply nullifying all these other mm -hmm. powers. Which is yeah. just, yeah, it's it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So, John, you mentioned the evil variant mm -hmm. of Loki. This this was uh, kind of disclosed to us later in the episode that uh, he's almost really seems to be ambushing these TVA squads, and and I think the big thing, a, a lot of like what you were saying, John, is I, I think the big difference is most of the variants don't know about the TVA and they don't know the TVA is going to come for them. Mm -hmm. That's very yeah. true. Yes. This Lucky's. evil variant absolutely knows the TVA is going to come for him. And so he mm -hmm. sets up these traps. Yeah. Um, and oddly enough, he's able, it seems he's able to spend quite a bit of time in these places before the TVA even gets there, mm -hmm. which is very different from the opening scene where uh like a, loki wasn't in, in mongolia for more than a couple of minutes before yeah. the tva was there so um is also i'd like to point out where point where we're saying evil loki could be a man um we don't know it could be a female or any other gender because in the end credit scene on in the file it says the loki's gender fluid so mm -hmm. just putting that out there it could be a female it could be any kind of gender yeah yeah, it, 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 we we don't know how Loki is is his different variants exist. What do you mm -hmm. got, John? Okay, I'm still rocking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear is, it. I can hear the trembling. Is evil Loki evil variant? Mm -hmm. The Loki at the end of the six episodes. Because yeah. he's aware of the TVA, how they work, how they function. Is this him being, again, the god of mischief? And, you know, kind of playing against them because he's learned all these things. And that's why Owen Wilson has is is trying to use him because it's some weird time loop and then i get into the whole time travel and i go back into my corner and rock for a little bit I, that's that's what i was thinking i was i was actually kind of hoping it was lady loki throwing uh, a wrench into everybody's plans um but we'll see but i think it is that's that's my impression of what was going on was that there was an evil variant and they're going to use variant loki 1992 variant loki to help them think inside the mind of what evil Loki, evil variant Loki would be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we're kind of wondering if the times and places that the evil variant is traveling to have any significance. Uh, he mm -hmm. was in uh, 1549 France in 1858, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Don't really know, at least at this point, if there's any particular relevance or these were just times and places that you know he picked out of a hat and poof uh there we are and you know then sets up this ambush and and you know everything we saw so 
speaking I, I, of I the, think a lot of a lot more of that's going to unfold, I think, in the next episode. I wanted to mention something really quick. I don't know about everybody else, but in the night at uh, the 1549 France scene where when they asked the kid who did this and the kid points to the devil thing, I went Mephisto and then laughed really loudly <laughs> myself. I think we all did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think like, we all did. Mephisto. I, I was literally sitting in my room going Mephisto and laughing by myself. And I'm like, if my parent, if anybody hears this, they're like, why is she yelling Mephisto and laughing maniacally in her room? So yeah. I thought that was just a fun little thing, but I was like, it's definitely not Mephisto, but it just, I just thought it was hilarious. And it reminded me of the time that everything was Mephisto for WandaVision. Yeah. Well, and I think that we've seen and that he's traveled, maybe he hasn't traveled through time. I mean, he's lived through time. I mean, he's certainly... Mm-hmm done things we saw the the airplane sequence um and i'll have to admit i had to google uh who that was Um, i i only only knew the uh, bd cooper because they talked about it when i went skydiving and they were like bd cooper and i was like oh okay so that's the only reason why i knew beforehand who bd cooper is um so you know maybe and maybe we'll see some significance to it um but again I think that's actually kind of part of the genius of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's say one thing that they give us is um, they very directly mention Loki's last name of Lufusen, um, not Odinson. And I thought this, we already knew that though. Well, so we, we we did, yeah. It was implied, and and there was some discussion that came up about this in uh, in, in Discord yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so we know it was revealed to us in the first Thor film uh, that Loki's biological father is uh, the Frost Giant mm-hmm. King Lofi, at thus Lofason. Um, I don't know if they ever actually said it. Uh, then if they actually specifically use that name, um, but mm-hmm. they did here. So, so that's, uh, you know, if, if people were wondering, well, Hey, wait a minute, I, I thought he was, you know, Odin's son, um, adopted, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So this, this Loki though, we are revealed, um, a lot of things about, this Loki's character and, 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 and we see this journey. I mean, it's interesting because we had X number of movies where we saw Loki take this journey and, and you kind of in reflection, get to realize how much of a central character Loki actually mm-hmm. was yeah. in, in, in for basically the last number of years. Um, and, and even Mobius says that, the reason why you existed was to bring out the best in other people because that, fundamentally that kind of, with, without Loki, the Avengers would have never existed. Right. My, my, my heart kind of went out for Loki during that one part though. I was like, Oh, poor Loki only exists to help others. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> he's probably like, yeah, I'm so awesome. And then somebody was just like, yeah, you're not that awesome. You're <clears throat> here to help other people. And he was probably like, Oh, Okay, so that just made me feel a little sad for him. Hey, you know what? We all serve a purpose. Yeah, that's true. Whatever that Very purpose true. is. So, you know, uh, that fundamentally, yeah. Loki could yeah. actually say his purpose was to help people save the universe, which he did. Which his glorious, glorious purpose. Yeah, that yeah. His glory, is his glorious purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned, this version of Loki didn't have the experiences of the Loki that exists in the sacred timeline. There was really no redemption arc for him because where we, where this Loki ended up was that he lost the battle of New York and he was arrested and he was going to go back to, um, uh, Asgard. to Asgard. Yes. Thank you. Um, so Loki kind of goes through a type of that redemption arc in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all escalated. She, but yeah, to talk about what he experiences and, and, and how he experiences it. 
And, and what are your thoughts on it? Well, he definitely what ends up happening is he's sitting in the room watching the video that uh, Mobius had had set up, like the file that he had brought out. And it was all of Loki's, quote unquote, greatest hits, as Mobius calls it. <laughs> so everything in Mobius, I mean, in uh, Loki's life, everything that happened. So he got to see that his mom mom died as a result of him. And they kind of told us in this that he wanted to send the guards to Thor, but ended up sending it to sending them to his mom instead. And then that's how his mom died. So we find Oops. that he finds that out. Yeah, he, he finds that out. Then he finds then he gets to see how his dad calls him my sons and just the look on the face in Thor Ragnarok that, that Loki makes. And then you see it reflected in his own in the variant's face oh, my dad actually cared kind of thing. And yeah. he just saw all of that in, instead of experiencing it over time, he experienced it in a short montage of all of the things that were supposed to happen to him had he continued on the timeline as he was supposed to. And I think it just, all of those realizations, because he saw himself with Thor and Thor giving him that speech of, you know, how they thought that they would fight side by side and how he really cared about Loki and I think he just came to that realization a lot sooner than he would than he did when he was on the original timeline. And that's why he later on has that discussion or talks to Mobius after saying, you know, he doesn't need to hurt people on all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can really see the pain. And Tom Hiddleston did a great job in this with, with showing oh, yeah. the sadness and, yeah. uh, the, you know, a little bit of the joy that he felt with, with Thor. And he did such a fantastic job. Um, like a good, re I could really feel his, um, Loki's pain. And then just at the end, finding out that his purpose was really to die, um, after he's done all of that. And then that's where he kind of repeats the glorious purpose, um, his little key phrase there, glorious purpose. Um, but he felt all of that in one quick succession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, Loki in, in, in that encounter at the end of the episode with, with Mobius when mm -hmm. he's sitting on the floor in Mobius's office yeah. with the, 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 the paperweight of a Tesseract sitting next to him. <laughs> yeah. And he, he kind of goes back to this line that he said earlier when he mm -hmm. was basically disparaging other people. Um, and he said, as, as you said, she, but he really didn't like to hurt people. He didn't like to kill people. It was something that he had to do because it was part of the illusion that was needed by the weak. Mm -hmm. And like in that moment right there, he admitted, uh, at least in this moment, this perspective that he has of himself, that he is weak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's an awful lot of, uh, both humility and humanity, I guess, to, you know, him sitting there and watching mm -hmm. uh, his future self fundamentally. Yeah. And, and all the things that happened to him and the defeats and the revelations and 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 the demise of Odin. And then, in fact, his own demise um, mm -hmm. at, at the hands of, of Thanos and and. He obviously, like, I mean, he's kind of at the lowest point in his life right now. Um, yeah. John, yeah. what 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 impressions did you get from this? You know, kind of as we've said, it was that kind of crash course for him. I remain curious to see if a crash course sticks with him. Mm. Um, <laughs> if it truly becomes a redemption for him or he's like eh, well I redeemed myself and I died so I'm okay um, and now he's gonna think he's like you know a version of Jesus or something yeah, well, not, not that I mean, Asgardians might even be aware of that, but I, I mean, truly, he's he's I, I can almost see Loki turning this around now that you mentioned this, John, that he's going to say, well, like, all right, I died, but I'm not dead. So it's kind of like a resurrection. And yeah, it makes sense because, hey, I'm a god. 
I, you know, yeah. it, 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 it seems yeah. very, a very Loki thing to do. And it could be that that's maybe what one of the variants decided to, they went, mm, yep, nope, I'm, I'm, I still exist. I'm going to, I'm going to use this. I know that this is a thing. Um, which also just as a side note, Casey is actually a hilarious character. And uh, the fact that when uh, the the guy at the at the front desk there, mm. when Loki asks, tells him he's going to gut him like a fish, and he's like, "What's a fish?" What's a fish? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I need to know how I'm being threatened, so I can I need to know if I can comply." I just thought that was quite hilarious because Loki's like, "What do you mean you don't know what a fish is?" He's like, "I spend all the day behind the desk." He's like, "You still should know what a fish is." I, I enjoyed that part. Just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, the, this whole construct of the TVA is is interesting because it kind of makes you think that like these these beings were created looking how they are at an age how they are, etc. They're assigned a job and that's that's their world. That's all they know. Yeah. yeah. Um they don't know anything outside the universe. They only know the people that they encounter. And you know, obviously you have people like Mobius who's a little more uh, uh, worldly, if you will, because he does do the travel and he encounters a lot more people and has a much more in-depth interaction with them and such. Whereas the evidence guy Casey. just <laughs> thinks that these you know stones are pretty paperweights <laughs> and doesn't even know what a fish is. Um, we also really get this like cool mix of sci-fi with like older feeling things mm -hmm. like yeah. the whole uh miss minute animation thing that's mm -hmm. very very like late 50s early 60s animation mm -hmm. um, even the rooms very 50s 60s yeah the rooms the furniture yep. uh the, the 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 projector the projector mm -hmm. was running off of tape but it was a digital yeah. projection yeah. uh yeah. just like some really interesting stuff. Um, uh, John, was there anything else that jumped out at you that you picked up in like this environment? No. And, and you guys kind of hit on it and it was very WandaVision esque where, you know, the, it was digital. I would almost say 3d mm. with what was being projected, but from like, old at least for me elementary and middle school tape yeah yeah um so definitely the old tech to new tech to almost future tech um you know even the things of you know them having to take a number and the animation <laughs> and then the using uh um not not bully sticks, Tim. Help me out. The night sticks. Oh the oh the the like the stun stick things. The yeah, the stun sticks. Sticks. yeah, but they what were they called with the old cops when they were wooden? Oh, like a nightstick. Yes, that's it. Nightsticks, but modern and mm -hmm. you know even future oh, tech. So there was like a lot of that in there um kind of across the board so i mean it, it was a nice touch and to me it was very fitting where it was i, I took all of the tva's different snapshots in time mm -hmm. yeah yeah and the music goes along really with it too because it is it fits that very sci-fi-esque um um, feel that they're going for and i i actually really enjoyed the music that they had the the, the soundtrack that they had uh sorry the score that they had it was it was really well done yeah and at times uh, a little creepy yes which which yes, i appreciated exactly. yes yeah which exactly i was gonna say I, lo I loved that creepy vibe that it was giving too um so we didn't see many other people brought in we had the guy who didn't take a number who was, you know, then, um, uh, quote pruned. Um, we also had, but when Loki first got there, uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of like this reception desk. We had a scroll. Yeah. Um, who is there being checked in? Who is like, uh, was it his, his father was the, 
CEO of Goldman Sachs or something like that. I, yeah, that was the other guy. That was the other guy, the guy who got pruned. His dad was the, the Oh, that was him? Oh, okay. Yeah. His thing was uh, Goldman Sachs. But yeah, so so we had a scroll there and 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 I like that little drop because you know, mm-hmm. we know we're going to see more scrolls. We know the secret wars is coming up. Mm-hmm. We know that we have this um thing going on between the scrolls and Nick Fury. I would expect we're probably even going to see more scrolls in mm-hmm. uh the second Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, we're we're, we're going to see more of them. So I I appreciate yeah. that it's not just uh, you know, humans or or human like creatures that are there. We're 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 seeing these other things, and so the the the, the TVA is is spans the entire galaxy. If and there is there is even a screenshot going around, like I was saying before, that um, there was somebody in a like a blue dress with dark hair that looked very much like Peggy. So people are wondering if that is Peggy. Um, like they, they screenshot zoomed in and it kind of looked a little bit like her. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she's there, if not, if it was just a little random Easter egg, if they'll bring it up again, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I thought that was kind of cool. Now, speaking of Easter eggs, there was something that I, uh, that I picked up and I, I didn't remember it. I picked it up from, um, one of the websites that I was reading. Mm-hmm. Back in episode seven of WandaVision, mm-hmm. they had a commercial there, which was mm-hmm. advertising Nexus antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their tagline was, they can anchor you back to reality or the reality of your choice. I do remember that. Yeah. 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 And so the thing in uh, Loki is that when when the the variants, which are people, beings, when they go off of that the the sacred timeline to form a branch, that action, that point in time is what they're calling a nexus uh, right. or, yep. or a nexus event. So it, it, we're we're using some of the same terminology and seeing these things line up, um, especially since we know that Wanda is a nexus being because they mentioned that too. So yeah, it's kind of still connecting all of that. So. I, obviously, we're still really early. We have five episodes to go in this before we can really, I think, uh, have really informed opinions on it. But we have been told that Loki is going to have some massive implications uh, mm-hmm. to the future of the MCU. Mm-hmm. John, what thoughts do you have on what and how this might influence We could, it it really could go anywhere. I mean, it is. Or anyone. Does it go back? Does it go back to the animation of, you know, the flashing sign multiverse, multiverse, multiverse? Mm -hmm. Um, Does this cause things to spin out of control and create the multiverse? Um, which was interesting, and and I, I think it was, and I meant to jot this down. Do they call it like, like the multiverse war or something else? Something they, like that. They, something yeah, like that. Up, I, mean, wrote, I wrote down multiverse, multiversal war is what they mm-hmm. called it. Okay, um, and you know, is that to a degree where the, this current set of phases is leading? us too and and the comics have certainly done several in both dc and marvel of consolidate the multiverse down to one oh wait that's a problem blow it back up oh mm-hmm. no that's a problem condense it back down to one so could that actually be where we're going and we we've kind of joked about it of the multiverse out of control and it mm-hmm. being the uh way to explain away things um is that kind of what happens does the does between loki dr strange spider-man does it start to spiral out of control and cause problems and at least in the comics when they consolidate them we get all sorts of new 
backstories and <laughs> characters change and things like that. Is that a way for them? And, and is that part of, honestly, Feige's genius yeah. that 10 years from now, <laughs> that's how they reset part of this. And they have a Black Widow who maybe, you know, a young actress now that 10 years from now fits into it and can play that role forever. I mean, Anthony Mackie just came out and said, I'd like to be Cap for six to eight years, Mm -hmm. but I can't be a 55-year-old Captain America. Right. Right. Yeah. Does this introduce a younger Steve Rogers or, you know, someone else to pick up the Mm -hmm. mantle to become Cap? Yeah. So, you know, that may be, as opposed to a villain, you know, the villain is the timeline of them needing to condense it. Um, So there's that. Is this a convenient way, you know, for them to, you know, again, introduce the multiverse? You know, we've talked Mm X-Men, Mutants, Fantastic Four. There is a lot of things that can be done with this to open up literally the can of worms. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for it all. (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, it's um, there. There are obviously a lot of places this can go, and and I I appreciate what seems to be the explanation that we're getting that mm-hmm. the multiverse concept has always existed through time. Mm-hmm. It is simply it has been for a long period of time controlled by the TVA, so it doesn't get crazy. And we're presuming that at the end of this season of Loki, something is going to happen that basically just causes it to explode and the TVA can't enforce it anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe the TVA is is crippled in, in some way toward the end of this, or maybe mm-hmm. it's just simply too much for them to handle. And so then... That's where, as you said, John, we get the events of Doctor Strange 2. We get what we're expecting to happen in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Mm -hmm. And then these are the things that open the doors for things like mutants, Mm -hmm. which, you know, would exist in another part of the multiverse, but don't exist in the sacred timeline. And, And this is how we're pulling all this stuff together. And I think, quite honestly, that is the best way for them to do it. I mean, it just, it simply makes sense. I mean, they, they can't retcon the existence of mutants and just kind of shrug and say, Oh yeah, you know, all this stuff happened. Um, but no one knew about mutants and no mutants decided to get involved. And we never knew of anyone else who had superpowers except for the Avengers and whoever they fought. So no, they, they, they have to bring in this existing world. Mm-hmm. Um, into into ours, into uh, the sacred timeline. Fundamentally, the the six one six reality. Um, yeah. and it and it works for things like you know having the the Sony Spider Man series or like all the stuff going on there. Like there's they don't have to worry about people getting like, well, what about this? Why don't they exist in this universe? What's going on? So it it kind of explains a lot of that stuff as well. Um, which I think is pretty, pretty genius. Like they don't have to worry about it. They're like, you know what? You can have those characters or use those characters. It's fine. We don't need to stress about it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. So I'm, I'm excited to see where this whole thing goes because we, we Mm -hmm. kind of know. we can at least estimate the, the, the state of things that it's going to end up in, Mm -hmm. but the details of that. And of course the journey from where we are to that, I think is going to be really interesting. Like I said, I love that this is so much more of a cerebral show. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier had obviously a lot of plot details that if you didn't pay attention, sure. You missed some, some stuff, but it was also actiony enough 
and that was really yeah. the focus of it that okay if you were on your phone or you know you had to let the dog out or something like that and for some reason you didn't pause it it's on disney plus people you can pause it um but you know if for some reason you miss something it probably wasn't that big in this yeah. i feel that like you have to be glued to it because there is so much yeah. nuance uh, mm -hmm. there's so much detail, there's so much to think about, but then, like I said, you can't overthink it because then you end up like the vegetable that John is. <laughs> Sacred timeline. So I'm just going to sit, I'm just going to sit in my dark corner. Get a nice weighted blanket, a nice weighted I mean, blanket. I honestly don't like the weighted blankets, but I could go with like a little whoopee. Okay, there you go. <laughs> one of those and then rock back and forth and just yeah. say sacred yeah. timeline over and over again until it sticks yeah exactly i, I mean for six more weeks yeah exactly yep yep we'll, we'll find john later and he'll have a notebook back next to him and all it says is oh, sacred timeline or he's written on all over the world <laughs> <laughs> uh well anything else to add guys before we close out i I'm just excited for next week and the rest of the series. John, the Wednesday, the Wednesdays are throwing me off, but I'm okay <laughs> with it. Well, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We, we got you, John. We got you. I just don't, need to, don't I just need to come, know when to come out of my corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, so that's it for this episode of MCU TV. Uh, please do let us know what you thought uh, about this first episode of Loki and do check us out next week on MCU TV when we uh, catch episode two of Loki. And of course, um, see the three of us and, uh, and Lizzie on guardians of the MCU. That's it. That's all we have. Take care.